The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Did you get into the queues at the Bank of Ireland ATMs last night in the hope that you would be able to take out money that maybe your overdraft didn't allow you to, in the hope that somehow you mightn't be caught up with afterwards and be asked to repay it? Well, that's one part of this extraordinary story in relation to Bank of Ireland. The other is how the Gardaí went out to disperse the crowds at the ATMs. When you consider all of the fuss that there has been in recent times about the absence of Gardaí around dangerous streets, particularly in Dublin city centre, it turns out there were plenty of them available to go to the Bank of Ireland ATMs around O'Connell Street last night. Maybe they were worried that people might get mugged as they were waiting for their cash. But the speed with which uh, the Gardaí were deployed to look after an incident involving a privately owned bank has raised a few eyebrows. There's lots of things to discuss here. We'll go to Brendan Burgess, the consumer advocate and founder of AskAboutMoney.com in a moment. But first, Andy O'Donoghue, who of course does Tech Thursday for us every week here in The Last Word. What happened with Bank of Ireland's technology yesterday? Do we know? Um, it's unlikely that we will ever know the specific, Matt, um, of what happened. However, we know that around lunchtime, um, 365 online and the app both stopped working. Uh, there were errors on the app, um, I think related to the SSL or the security certificate, which people may have noticed the last time Bank of Ireland had an issue with the app, it was uh, the same error message. But what I thought was really interesting yesterday, just after lunch, is I tried to access the Bank of Ireland website, the 365 online website, and it was unreachable. And that's very unusual. So an error is one thing. Not being able to reach the website was another. Um, we know, however, that people were able to use contactless and they were able to use their credit cards or, or debit cards. But it was the it was the technology behind the app, behind the online banking that appeared to have gone down. And it persisted, Matt, for a very long time. Initially, when these things happen, you know, you can understand it um, in an organization that works 24 hours a day. But when it lasted a few hours and then when it ran into last night, it showed that there was a serious technical problem. We will never know, I suspect, what the problem was, Matt. The central bank may know in time, but really... Because Bank of Ireland is, I suppose, what I would call a legacy bank, and they have an enormous amount of legacy systems, and their core banking system is quite old, as most banks are. And in fact, many banks still use a programming language <clears throat> called COBOL. Jeez, and, that's from about the 1980s or 1990s, isn't it? Well, exactly, and you're absolutely right, Matt, it is. And they still continue to use it, and COBOL hasn't gone out of fashion. Still used by banks and insurers and airlines. And the problem is that as banks try to add on new services that customers demand, um, mobile apps specifically, and other kind of on-the-fly decision-making and other types of features, they have to be integrated with their core banking systems. And Matt, it is a mire of systems in most banks, most legacy banks around the world. Bank of Ireland appears to be no different. And it, I, I think the answer is that in time, the, an enormous amount of, of investment will have to be done. But, but to Andy, bring the... sorry, they've already spent over a billion euro <clears throat> in trying to address this. They have been on this tech issue, to the best of my knowledge, because I knew people who were working on it for over five years. 
Oh, my, my, and I think that's Project Omega. And in fact, it went over. Well, they said it could reach two billion at one point. Initially, starting with a with five hundred million of a, of a budget. I think you know, it, like this is this was very serious. Technically, this looks really bad. I mean, this has made news headlines not only in Ireland today. <clears throat> and if you think back, sorry, this Matt, is, there's a story running prominently on the New York Times website about it, for example. Yeah, and if you think back, Matt, I think it was December 2021, and the central bank um, fined Bank of Ireland 24.5 million for breaches pertaining to its IT service continuity framework. And essentially, this was over a number of years, systems were identified and there was a, there was a continuity obligation that the, the Bank of Ireland were fined for. And I think that is probably what happened with the ATMs. I'm only hazarding a guess on this, but I think the reason ATMs worked last night may be because somebody said, customers need access to money and we have to give them that and I think had the ATMs gone down also today would have even looked even worse for Bank of Ireland Okay, stay on the line Andy because I have loads more questions for you but I do want to bring in Brenda Burgess from askaboutmoney.com because it does appear that with the ATMs been open that another computer glitch there allowed people to withdraw money that technically they didn't have in their accounts, is that the case? Yes, there were two different ways of robbing money from Bank of Ireland last uh, night. Hold on a second. Robbing, no, that's, that's a bit harsh. Oh, no, no, there's absolutely no, nothing harsh about it. Uh, this was stealing money uh, in most cases. I mean, okay, first of all, uh, in, in ordinary cases where there was no, no lack of, of um, um, malicious intent, people went along... And as they often do, they'd stick their debit card into the, into the ATM to see what their balance is, and then they take out money. Now, what happened yesterday was they put in their debit card and they found they couldn't, take, they couldn't uh, find out what the balance was. So they took out 100 euros or 200 euros. That's fine. That happens. Some of those didn't have the money in their account, and that'll be resolved. But the other thing that happened was people, when people heard that you could put your Bank of Ireland card into your into any ATM and take out 500 euros. A lot of people did that. Then it turned out that if not only if you had a Bank of Ireland card, but if you also had a Revolut card, you could go on to Revolut and from Revolut withdraw 1,300 euros from your Bank of Ireland account into your Revolut account. And then you could go and do what you liked with that money because it was now gone from Bank of Ireland. So a, a customer of Bank of Ireland without a Revolut card could rob 500 euros and a customer with a Revolut card could steal a total of uh, 1,800 euros from Bank so of Ireland. rob and steal, are that those pejorative descriptions of money that just simply went to rest in a different account? Yes, Father Ted, you're quite right. <laughs> I mean, anyone who did that intentionally was stealing money which was not theirs. We have this attitude that, well, sorry, when I say we have, some people have the attitude, sure, if we can get one over to banks, uh, we will do that. And apparently the chatter on social media last night was, this is not illegal and they can't come after you and they can't get the money back. Oh, so yeah, who was giving that legal advice, I wonder, on social media? Oh, the same people who give you legal advice about... Uh, you know, if you're caught speeding, tell them you're the King of Ireland or whatever the, the defence is. You know, it's 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 free man sort of stuff, and it makes no sense. But the point about it is, what I'm really concerned about is that in the madness last night, 
there were people who were caught up in the herd activity and they stole that money. They should, you know, in the cold light of day, go back into Bank of Ireland today with that money and lodge it back. And what if they've spent it? Well, if they've spent it, they're going to have to try and, uh, you know, sort something out because... I am now I'm getting mixed reports on this. I contacted the central credit register, but I got no reply. Um, Bank of Ireland say, and I assumed that it was correct, that if you have um, an unauthorized overdraft and you are going to be have a damaged credit record with the central credit register. And a lot of people think that's sure, that's a bit of a lark, you know, particularly when you're young and that, you know, and you need a few bob and a, a, getting a thousand euros into your account is great fun. But what happens in two years time when you start working and you want to take out money to um, you want to borrow money to buy a car or in five or six years time and you want to borrow, uh, take out a mortgage and you find that a moment of madness a few years ago has damaged your, your credit record. So I would be very careful and I'd advise anyone who took out money that they should go and put that money back and that the people who made a, a genuine mistake who couldn't find the balance on their account and took out money like a couple of hundred euros when they found they only had a hundred euros in their account, there would be no uh, negative consequences for them. I mean, obviously, if you have an unauthorized overdraft of a hundred euros, you should try and get that under control as soon as possible. But Bank of Ireland is not going to go after those guys with any sort of serious um, implication. So I, I, would, I wouldn't worry too much about them. OK, Colm says, Yesterday was basically looting of a bank when its security was down. We have to make sure every cent is paid back and those who refuse have to be charged with theft or the message it sends to society is chilling. And other listeners, Colm in Galway says, It was stealing. I'm so sick of scum stealing everything. I work two jobs and will be paying for this also. It has to stop. But Brendan, there's lots of people say, The banks have been stealing from us for years, particularly with the low interest rates that they pay on savings at present, overcharging on mortgages for many years. Yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't use the word stealing in, ca- in the case of the, the banks from us. Their behaviour has been absolutely reprehensible uh, towards tracker mortgage holders. I have campaigned in particular about the way Bank of Ireland uh, fooled people with things like cash back and stuff like that. Um, in in the advertising of mortgages. But, you know, that is not illegal. That is not uh, a criminal event. And uh, I campaign and try and get the central bank and try and get the Minister for Finance to do something about the way mortgages are are, um, treated. And, you know, I can't get any action from them. The deposits, now that you mention it, uh, you know, if anybody has their money sitting in Bank of Ireland or AIB earning 0%, they actually only have themselves to blame. They can put their money on deposit on line with a euro a bank in the eurozone with the same guarantees as in ireland and get rates of two percent and three percent on deposit and it's very easy to do so i've actually very little sympathy for people complaining about low deposit rates okay andy o'donoghue there are people who want to know could this have been a hack yesterday which could mean that people's personal details may have been compromised simultaneously I think it's unlikely, Matt. I think Bank of Ireland being, you know, a publicly quoted company and a a pillar bank would have told us um, if it had. I don't think it also, it doesn't have the hallmarks of that either. Um, You know, the ATMs working and, um, you know, contactless payments, all of that 
uh, those systems working um, would illustrate that, you know, some of the core systems were working fine. The problem was with the the digital and the online from the app and the 365 online, which were the problem. And, you know, it, it does feel, Matt, in the, uh, in the past, you and I have chatted about various outages around the world. And so many of them get put down to this thing, this DNS, which is, you know, how internet traffic is rooted. There was, I did think yesterday that there was a hint of a DNS problem about this because the certificate didn't appear to be working. Bank of Ireland website was unreachable. And this is, you know, one of those core um, or one of those problems with the core systems. You know, payments and loans and current accounts are the the cornerstone of banking and they are <clears throat> the legacy systems. The problem that we saw yesterday was in relation to the digital products. And I suppose, Matt, this is sort of why companies like Revolut and other digital and online-only banks have been able to forge a market in Europe and particularly in Ireland because they understand very clearly what younger consumers want in relation to digital products online. And those legacy systems that I mentioned to you that Bank of Ireland and others have, their legacy systems actually prevent them from enhancing their business model that is for a digital true, Andy, But at the same time, they have been talking for years now about Sync. This is their competitor to Revolut that yeah. AIB, Bank of Ireland and Permanent TSB are working on, given that Ulster Bank and KBC have exited the Irish market and have exited the Sync project. It's years behind release. They don't seem to be taking this seriously or investing the money in it. Maybe they're just happy because they're coining in the profits at over a billion euro in the case of Bank of Ireland, nearly a billion euro in AIB, first six months of the year. So they're not particularly pushed on making the investment because they're still making more money than they know what to do with. I, I I think that's a fair point, and I suppose initially, if you you remember when we got things like Apple Pay and Fitbit Pay, yeah, we f- we we found that AIB and Bank of Ireland were very slow to come to the party. Whereas you know you visit um, other European countries, and everybody had access; they could pay with everything on their watch. Took us a long time, and it was only I suppose that they were they were needled in the market by the likes of Revolut and N twenty six. I think for a while um, that they needed to address this, and now we see Bank of Ireland adding tools like you know the budget calculator they're they're making an effort but your your matt i think your point is a fair one that they're very profitable and to bring these systems up to date to compete on the same platform as revolut requires huge investment and is it worth their while Thank you very much. Andy O'Donoghue will be back with us tomorrow for Tech Thursday. And Brendan Burgess from askaboutmoney.com. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today FM.